It is only through the mercy of Allah that you will get Jannah. If that is the case, then you will walk on earth, carry yourself in an easy, humble, respectable manner. When you walk, you don't stamp your feet. You don't walk with haughtiness. You greet people. You fulfill the rights of how when you walk, you interact with whoever you are supposed to and you lower your gaze when you have to and so on. All this is in the way you walk as a believer. How do you carry yourself? Today I am here. How am I carrying myself? How are you carrying yourself? May Allah Almighty grant us goodness. Imagine we are worshippers of the most merciful. We are worshippers of the one whose mercy will give us Jannah. People say, well, you know, how will we enter paradise? The answer is not through your deeds, but through the mercy of Allah. Not through your deeds, through the mercy of Allah. So the question is, why should I do deeds if I'm only going to enter paradise by the mercy of Allah and not with my deeds? It's a good question, right? If I'm only going to enter paradise by the mercy of Allah and not with my deeds, why should I do deeds? Because it is through those deeds that you will get the mercy of Allah. That's what it is. You want the mercy of Allah? Then do your deeds. Do your best. Do you know what? There is no way that you can have 100% perfection in your ibadah. Allah says, no problem. Did you do your best? Yes, I did my best. Then leave the rest to me. I will accept it from you and I will give you my mercy. Because with my mercy, you will enter Jannah. If you had to enter Jannah with your salah alone, without the mercy of Allah, your salah might be rejected. It needs the mercy of Allah to be accepted because when you say Allahu Akbar, how much concentration do you have? Sometimes that is exactly when shaitan comes to tell you something. Minimum is you say Allahu Akbar, next thing there is just one fly, one mosquito. You know the sound of that mosquito. I don't want to make it here, but you know what it is. And it will just come by your ear. You will end up slapping yourself in salah. You you will end up slapping yourself in salah because the mosquito has taken your concentration and you start thinking what's going on and then you realize either I didn't kill it or there is another one with the other ear. Allah says my mercy. You did you try your best? Yes, I did. Well, then my mercy will be granted to you and you will enter Jannah with my mercy. May Allah grant us Jannah. وَإِذَا خَاطَبَهُمُ الْجَاهِلُونَ قَالُوا سَلَامًا the true worshippers of the most merciful when people address them in an arrogant ignorant manner in a harsh way they just say salam and peace don't argue with a fool don't create debate with someone who is harsh and abusive in their ways and in what they say and so on i want to tell you something more powerful today for you and i to take heed although what allah has said obviously it stands it is the highest allah says when the ignorant address the worshippers of mine, they should just say salam and move on. Are you an ignorant person who addresses others in harshness or with harshness? If that's the case, you have something even bigger to correct. It's easy for me to say when someone abuses you, walk away or just say salam and keep going. Keep it moving. The damage you will cause is more. The damage you will cause is more by responding sometimes. But what is more important for you to know is, are you one of those cursed ones who abuses people? Are you the one who hurts and harms others? If that's the case, ooh, you need to work on it today.
You need to work on it today. I don't want to use my tongue to abuse anyone. Don't talk about this one and that one. Especially, you don't know who is close to Allah. People talk about scholars today who spend their lives calling towards Allah. You don't even know them personally sometimes. And they want to say things. They want to type things. They want to put things on the internet. And wallahi, they don't realize that abuse makes you a person who has distance from Allah. What if that person is the slave of Allah? I know people, if they cry tears against the abuse that someone has served them, Allah will not allow those tears to come down for no reason. You will pay a price. Be careful when someone is bleeding from their heart, whether it is a spouse or a child or a parent or a friend or whoever it may be. If someone is bleeding in their heart because of something you did, Allah watches that and Allah makes it happen and come. Sometimes when we are bleeding, we say, Oh Allah, don't punish this person because of how they have made me feel. Why do we have to say that? Because if Allah's punishment comes, sometimes they might wipe out someone who's close to you because of how they made you feel. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us not from among the abusers while we are talking about how to deal with those who abuse us verbally. So Allah Almighty says, وَالَّذِينَ يَبِيتُونَ لِرَبِّهِمْ سُجَّدًا Those who spend their nights those who spend their nights between prostration and standing in prayer. I spend my night or part of my night in goodness. I want to tell you that is a high quality. What about us? We are not even regular with five daily salah, let alone the night prayer. Am I right or wrong? You want the mercy of Allah. I am talking to you, inviting you, my brothers, my sisters, join for salatul tahajjud at least sometimes. Come forth. At least at some point, it is one of the best prayers after the farad that you could engage in. And by the way, it is invitation only. Allah invites you to come and fulfill tahajjud. It can't just happen like that. I want to, I want to come. Allah invites you. You're regular with your prayers. Allah Almighty facilitates it for you. He makes it easy for you. He allows your eye to open. Be it with or without the alarm, by the way. He allows your eye to open. And what does he do? He gives you the feeling within and the energy within to say, let me get up. Let me do my wudu. Let me fulfill some prayer. Let me cry to Allah. This is the most blessed time. Subhanallah. That is from Allah. That is from Allah. May Allah strengthen us at least sometime. Try it, my brothers and sisters. You won't regret. It will change your life. Try it. Get up. Allah will strengthen you. My brothers and sisters. Those who are praying to Allah to protect them from the torment of hellfire. Imagine you are doing tahajjud. You are walking steadfast on the earth. You are humble. You have good qualities. Still you are worried. Oh Allah, don't cast me in hellfire. Hellfire is a very tormentful place. It is a very bad and very, very difficult place to be in. It is not a good abode. Oh Allah, protect me from this. That is the dua that is being made. Then 
when Allah blesses you, when you seek forgiveness of Allah and you do istighfar and you turn to Allah and you work hard in the dunya, Allah will bless you with certain things in this world. We have all been blessed. No one from amongst us is not blessed. We are blessed. But to different levels. Allah blesses you. Today we are seated here. It's a blessing. I am standing in front of you. It's a blessing. Allah will ask us about this blessing. I blessed you in so many ways. What did you do about it?